frontier. Larson. Oh, he's in. Hendrik Larson. That is sensational. Lambert. What a way to settle it. Nakamura. It's Tom Rogge. This is Celtic Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. Hello and welcome to Celtic Daft here from Football Daft. My name is producer Ryan and as always I'm joined by the main man, Chris. How are you doing, Chris? Can I be called producer Chris? You can be called whatever you want to be called, mate. Right, that sounds good to me. Producer Chris, it is. Producer Chris, that's fine. I'll just be. I'll just I'm be. I'm not used to people producing recently, are we, Brian? Yeah, uh, Brian. Fuck, see, I'm calling you Brian. Fucking hell. Who's Brian, mate? Ah, God knows. I'm not. I'm not Brian. Uh, but no, you're right, mate. We're not used to anybody producing, especially in front of goals when it comes to Celtic. We've got a couple of games to to look back at today. Um, I said to you earlier, mate, we'll do this a little bit different because the past two games we've had. We've had um, Wraith Rovers in the Cup midweek. Um, yeah. quite, a, quite a comfortable 3-0 victory. Um, I expected a bit more from us performance-wise in that one. Um, and then we obviously had a poor poor result at the weekend at home with Dundee United. So I'll just, I know you've never seen the game on, on Sunday. Did you watch the Wraith Rovers game? I've seen the Wraith Rovers game, right? Right. What, what's, your, what's your kind of thoughts overall then for both performances, if you can kind of sum it up a little bit? I think, to be honest with you, I think they've done enough to win both games. That was pretty much it. Um, we never got the win against the United, but I don't know, man. It's like, I mean, we had the bar about fucking four times and Jota looked brilliant, man. Jota was tremendous against United. Uh, I can see him growing more into his role on the team and you know, it'll eventually come good, I think. Like, like I said at the start of the season, um, as long as we can close the gap to what it was last year and Andrew's still there by the end of the season, then I would consider it a successful season. Um, I think he needs to win a cup as well, though. So, you know, but I think everybody's still behind them. There's been a few bad results, but we knew it wasn't going to be straightforward. So, fuck it, man. Let's just get behind the team and hopefully spur them on. Two things to pick up on there, but you said, um, you mentioned Jota, he got his first goal for us midweek. Um, you said about him kind of settling in. Do you see him as being the kind of guy that um, he was brought into the place, Christy? Do you reckon that he's the kind of guy that can reach what Christy gave us on, on form? Well, his delivery is tremendous. His delivery into the box is tremendous, which we've been missing a lot. Um I think that he reminds me a lot of Paddy Roberts. Okay. When he obviously Roberts played on the opposite side, but but when he when he runs with the ball, when he has a go at the the defenders, they they kind of look scared. Um, and his final ball always seems to find somebody in the box. Um, if not, it's because somebody isn't where they should be. He's always putting that right into the dangerous areas. So. Yeah. I think you'll find like when uh, when Kyogo comes, <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, 
Shout out to you. <laughs> anyway, uh, when Archie, shut up. Right, that's enough. Right, when Kyogo and uh, Yakimakis finally come back, Archie, shut up. That that dog is an accurate representation of me and Sunday sitting in the park. Well, that's it, man. He's a fucking, he's a he's a wee guard dog, and whenever somebody walks by the window, you think that they were trying to fucking rob the house. Know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I, what I was saying, if when Yakimakis and uh, Kyogo come back, I think you'll see a lot more of the deliveries uh, bearing fruit. So that you know, the good, the there's good indicators there going forward. Like I said, it's not. Um, it's not. It was never going to be straightforward, but um, it's it's never going to be boring either. Which is which is something that had kind of crept into it a wee bit. If we're going to be honest with ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, like last season and even the season previous, it was it had get a bit boring, a bit pedestrian. It's not pedestrian anymore, and you know you're getting your money's worth with us. You're getting entertained one way or a fucking another. You know what I mean. <laughs> And tell you something, mate, they've missed a, an absolute trick not playing some George Michael change when he scored midweek. I hope I that I hope that comes in. Bit of careless whisper. Get the crowd oh, going, mate. Bit of faith, mate. Bit of outside. <laughs> um, right, the other thing I wanted to pick up on, mate, you said about um, about Ange, about the fans being behind Ange. I actually had a conversation with one of my mates from school um, on Sunday in the pub, um, very briefly, and he seemed to be turning a little bit, and I said to him, I, listen, this guy, like I said to you last week, mate, this guy has come in, he's been given possibly one of the kind of lowest squads that I've seen for a while. He's brought in a few players, he's trying to change things about. Aye, um, what you need to remember as well is he's lost Ayer, he's lost Christie, and he's lost uh, Edward as well. Yeah. So even though he's come into a kind of bare-bones squad, he's then lost probably, if you're going to be honest with the three best players at the Aye. club. You know what I mean? So it's understandable. Um, he's he's brought in the players that he's brought in, like you're saying there. There's not really any, with the exception of James McCarthy. Um, there's not any that have that are worse than what we had. No, I mean the decent sides. You know, if you pick out a few, you've always got. Let's go for the back. You've got Juranovic. You've got Starfelt. You've got Jota, Abada, Kyogo, like. Decent, decent signings that he's brought in. People that are are starters for us, um, just now. So they're and they're playing at a decent level. Um, Abada started the season quite well. We're seeing good stuff. Jota, Kyogo is obviously Kyogo. Well, you're right, mate. You're saying there, man. I mean, we've got Abada. He's on the wing, and we've got Kyogo doing his thing. Do you know what I mean? So also, uh, um, you you forgot as well that Andrew's a leader and will follow the Celtic all over the world. You know what I mean? Aye, as long as it's on the fire stick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that one up. That's getting fucking put on a poster. <laughs> um, right, mate. What's your what are you thinking then, Ange? Is it going to get the time that, that that we think he deserves in this role? Do you think it's going to be a case of the fans? The fans know your enemy. The enemy is the Ange. The enemy is above Ange. Do you know, I think he's going to get the time that he, he kind of needs for a squad? I hope so. I hope so. It's a, uh, it's no, it's not an ideal situation for him. Obviously, especially with the whole Dominic Mackay thing as well. You know, he's a uh, major upheaval up the up the ladder. So, it's. I'd like. I. It's at some point, 
if the results are still remaining the same, I mean, we've won three, lost three, and drawn one, right? So we've won less than 50% of our games. If that keeps up, folk will start turning on him. But like I say, you can see the vision that he's got. You can see uh, what he's trying to do. And for me, it needs to be... He needs to get... I mentioned this before. He needs to get a few transfer windows under his belt. Yeah. You know, um, understand, obviously, in Glasgow, if you're no first, you're as well being relegated. So I can understand why people would get fancy about it, but I just... I'd love to see people keeping their fucking heads in this this scenario. You know, it's a it's an exciting time for better or worse to be a Celtic fan. And like I said, we're we're getting into October now. We've only got a couple of months left until the window opens again. That gives him another chance to to bring in more players suited to his his role. I also gives him almost half a season to get to, to realise where he needs to strengthen as well because you need to remember that he's been kind of dropped in it and he's gave everybody a chance to see what they can do. Uh, I was I was quite happy to see Owen Moffat on the bench mm-hmm. uh, the other day so he's obviously got one eye on youth as well. Just and, give the guy a chance, man. He's got, they've got to give him a chance. Do you know the, the, the one criticism I think that, um, that I did see at the weekend was was the subs, like you said. You know, we had a couple of enforced changes. Um, Juranovic going off, McCarthy going off. Um, but we didn't make any any subs in the second half at all to kind of change that game. You you mentioned Owen Moffat there. I wanted to see him coming on. Um, him and Beaton and Welsh were warming up quite a bit, but there was no changes in a game that wasn't quite going our way. Like, I think I mentioned to you last week about the, the depth that we have in this squad. You know, our... Ever starting starting eleven for me, um, whenever he's fit, you know, including McGregor and Kyogo and that, I think ever starting eleven is good enough to win the league. What I don't think is good enough is the people who've got in reserve to come on to change a game and it's maybe not quite going our way. We don't I, I have, agree. you know, we don't seem to have anybody there. So for me, that's a bit of a a bit of a worry. Um James McCarthy going off, I think, was was a blessing in disguise because he was having a absolutely honking first half. Um, he's so, fucking, he's dreadful, mate. Mate, he's mint. I mean, it was funny because I was sitting with, with my pal at the Wraith Rovers game and we were slating him, slating him, slating him. Then he played that wee ball through for Jota and the two just looked at each other uh, like... Some pass to be fair enough. <laughs> I was like, I fair enough to him, like, fair play. But I think overall, the other eight or nine minutes of the game or however long he was on, he, he doesn't offer much for us, no, I don't think... He's not very mobile, isn't he? No, no. And he, he seems to be the kind of guy that makes very... Every time he gets a ball, he just makes a basic pass. But no, no, really cutting anybody open. A, a Aye, but you need to remember, we've seen him, we've seen it at the Henry game, the Livingston game, when he tried to not make a basic pass, it was fucking, it was so far out, it was unbelievable. Aye. You know I what mean, I mean? So it's, so, it's, it's a double edged sword for him because I think he probably brings experience to organise the other players on the park. Mm-hmm. Right. But, for me, he's not an upgrade on Scott Brown. No. You know absolutely, what I mean? So, absolutely not. Uh, and hopefully, hopefully he's on page you play or because giving him a four-year contract, for what we've seen just now, is a major, major faux pas, I think, at Celtic because he's going to be commanding a decent wage. 
you know, and like I say, the hope it is crazy play, but I rather doubt that it will be. I don't so, think it will be. I don't think it will be at all. Um, it's not a Celtic way to be that clever about bringing somebody in who's been off. They've done, the done it with Craig Gordon. They've done it with Craig Gordon at the start when he proved his fitness and we signed him on a on a normal contract. But when we played him on, uh, when we played him, Paisley play, he played every game anyway. Aye. I don't I don't think you're going to get that out of McCarthy, so that's why I'm kind of hoping that's the sort of contract that he's on. Never know, mate. We'll, we'll probably never know. But um, <clears throat> So you had mentioned to me earlier on, mate, about us being a very, very unlucky team. Um, you know, between the chances we had hitting the bar, um, having to play a Yeti up, up front, that's quite unlucky for most teams. Um, so... Do you think that this can, can change? You know, last season, we sat and done this podcast, and I used to say to you all the time, you know, on an odd day, we could have scored about three or four a day. We could have scored five or six a day. You know, we had all the chances. And it seems like this season, we started off quite well. We were firing all guns, all guns blazing. You text me saying we were going to score a million goals this season. Um, you know what, Ryan? That's since Kyogo's got injured. We've missed him drastically. Because yeah. he was... The, the space that he, not just for him being in the box to finish these chances, see the space that he makes for other players with pulling defenders all over the place. That's what we, I think we scored six goals at home, two two games in a row. We've, we're top of the charts for goals scored. Yeah. Right? And that's not including the amount of chances that yet he's missed in the last the last few games. So I think that really the, the one issue here is the man that's playing up front. So if there, I'm confident that if there was anybody else there, like Kyogo or even going back to Edward when he was there, um, if they were if they were playing, then we would have won those games that we haven't won. So you don't think it's a massive a massive difference in that we we can any change in a squad? It's literally no. that one guy can be. I, I really do think so. There's obviously frailties in defence, right? Well, that in the United goal on Sunday was a fucking topper, though. What a, what a header that was! But Carter Vickers has left his man, and the guys the guys on his own to put that away. Now I don't know how the fuck he contorted his body into the shape that he did to get the header into on target. It was a great goal. And we probably get away with one in the first half with a penalty. I, I definitely think that was a penalty. Uh, Carter Vickers on the on the young and the United boy. So, um, you know, we've, we've maybe got away with one there. But then again, the, the United goal he's nearly fucking killed Abada Aye. at one point in the game. Do you know what I mean? And for me, that's a penalty. And the referee's not gave that either. So, to, if you take into account there, I would maybe get a wee bit lucky with the penalty, but. Looking at everything else, we hit the bar. I think it was three or four times we hit the bar. Um, we should have had a penalty. I, I'm not sure why the goal in the first half was chopped off. But so, I've not seen it back. Right, it was the it was the opposite end of the pitch for me, so I couldn't see it properly. But my pals in the in the group chat did say that, he, that was soft as shit. You know, he's he's been, oh, sorry, <clears throat> the boys felt it, and it's been like. Called that for some reason. Aye. The, the, the... I, I don't know because I, I thought originally it was offside that it had been called for, and I was like, there's nobody offside there at all. But I, we've, we've been a wee bit unlucky, um, mm. you know. But they, you know what they say, it's like the, the more you practice, the luckier you, you get. So fingers crossed, they'll just 
keep keep working to his his uh, his tactics and it'll, it'll eventually pay off because we we are overloading teams and you know Jota coming in off the side uh, Abada coming in off the side as well. Once we've got uh, Kyogo or or the big Greek for up there, I think you'll see uh, what the fruits of your labour more definitely. Good stuff, and uh, obviously, uh, we, we had mentioned there about the the kind of penalty decision that we should have, or the sorry, the the goal that got chopped off that we should have had. Um, just one me you know, mate, probably one of the worst refereeing performances I've seen for for any ref in a long time for Kevin Clancy. The weekend I thought he was he was terrible. Um, we we deserve what we got, so that's not even an excuse. But I thought it was a very very poor um performance for him. So hopefully he can. Fuck off. Um, always, always cheated, never defeated, mate. Exactly. That's the that's the injustice. That's that's <laughs> um right, let's look ahead then, mate, to, to Thursday night. We're at home to Bayer Leverkusen. So why think about it, thanks very much. The return of Frimpong, mate. That's what Rimmers. Uh, I, so... I just overload that left wing. Can you imagine Jota going at Frimpong? Mate, just play high boss, but focus on the ears. Just play that's what, that's what I mean, but can right. you imagine? Can you imagine uh, Jota running at Frimpong? Frimpong couldn't defend to save his life. He was good going forward, terrible final ball. But you watch this, four assists on Thursday night. And a goal. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to put one top in. Can, I can just see it, mate. I um, heard him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's going to beat fucking Carter Vickers to the bar um, what you what you thinking for this one is this kind of one of these games that we know we're going to lose just let's hope we don't well, what, I've seen, what I've said before we've got decent, a decent record against German teams mm-hmm. at home recently um, you know I mean we've we've got results against uh Leipzig what was, but how did we do against Munchen Gladbach did we beat them I think we beat them eh Six nothing went up, brilliant. Uh, um, ten, so ten, ten, fourteen. Now I heard. <laughs> uh, I, I think the German teams can underestimate us a wee bit. The only one that tends not to do it is Bayern Munich when we play them. So it's, uh, I, it's no, it's just a bonus game, really. Uh, like I said, all the European games for me this year are bonus games. No. Uh, just go out, enjoy it, get the get the players that wee bit uh, more experience at that level. Um, hopefully stick a couple of goals in so the disco lights come on. Even if we even if we get horsed. Right. Do you know what I mean? It'll be it'll be a good experience. We'll get him in a start, at least. We'll get him in a start. You know how I walk alone or that. Um I for me Enter Sandman. Say again. Enter Sandman. I wish. That'd be class, wouldn't it? They done that. Did they? Aye. When? They done that done that, eh. It was a couple of years ago. They done and you know long after we got the disco lights, they done Enter Sandman at half time. It was like a big light show, it was brilliant, man. I, I must have went for a pie, man. Must be a way. Usual. Usual for the usual. Um I I think I think we'll do all right on Thursday. I think there's talk uh there's talk of Callum McGregor coming back. Um because he's been a big mess. Well, mate, what I was gonna say, oh no, when I wanted to ask you about this because We'll go to talk about his contract in a minute, right? But he has just come back from from injury, and mm-hmm. there's, talk, there's talk of chucking him into this. For me, I would I would rest him for a few more days and focus on Aberdeen at the weekend. Which end to that? I think Aberdeen takes care of itself because there's no chance that McGregor's missing that game going up against Bruni. Do you know what I mean? So 
it's it's gonna be even if he's not fit though, even if he's not fully fit, would you not rather he had a couple more days rather than no, because like I said, he needs to get match fitness, so and you know better you know better gain him this game where you you maybe it's no as important as the league so that he gets his fitness back up. Or are you worried that his fitness is maybe at the point where he's not ready to come back and if we play him on Thursday then he might that's my only concern. I think I don't think the guy's gonna be unfit because he's not been it for that long. So he's not gonna be massively unfit for matches, but if he's no hundred percent, I wouldn't chuck him in to a, a pretty much meaningless game, you know, against Leverkusen. We're, we're not expecting very much from it. I wouldn't risk him. I would keep him Few more days, try and get him closer to hundred percent fitness without aggravating anything, and then we chuck him into Aberdeen because let's be honest, the league is far more important this season than anything else. On for McStay. It's a second So following on for that, then mate, Cal McGregor, he's been given a new five year deal to set the club. I think he's what twenty eight, just now 27, 28, McGregor. Um so that's gonna see him through quite a while. Do you reckon that's quite an important signing for us to make this tying him down to that contract long term because obviously there was chat of him leaving before um, aye. pretty much cements him staying here aye definitely um, I think he was brought down with those round about him last season he's he's been on it this year definitely um, he's back to being the Callum McGregor where it's not what he does it's what he doesn't do mm-hmm. that you know, see if you watch him through the whole game. He's maybe not on the ball, but the amount of possessions for the other teams and stuff like that, that he breaks down because he blocks uh, like the runs of the other players and stuff like that. He's, a, he's brilliant, man. Like when he's on his game, he's absolutely brilliant. So, And I've got to hold my hands up. I thought, never a captain, but um, he seems to be growing into the role, which is something that we, we only could have hoped for um, at the start we did say that before, didn't we? We said that before, mate, on this this podcast that um, you didn't think he was a captain. I'd said that I'd heard for folks saying that he was quite a he was quite a leader, even with Scott Brown there. And the in the dressing rooms, so I thought he would have kind of moved on there. Um, but to be fair, he's actually showing a lot more than I expected for him as well. Um, so, what do you reckon then? Do you reckon this is a Callum McGregor's here one club man, or do you think it's going to be a case of? We've got him on a contract so he can leave in January for a fee. Fuck shit, mate. <laughs> mate, all I'm saying is that's the that's first thing that came into my head. When do, you know what, do you know what I was thinking the other night? But I, I like to go on any the Celtic Twitter and watch the... Sorry, not the Twitter, the Instagram and watch the uh, unique angle of the Aye. goal. Right, and I was watching Jota for a few of the goals and he was excellent, right? And then I just thought to myself, if we've got a minimum fee for him, teams for down south are going to have been looking at him this year. I think we'll end up doing a fucking boost end. Yeah, Jack Henry. Signing, signing <laughs> him for six million and selling him to fucking Barnsley for 15 million or something like that. Mate, go for it. <laughs> ah, see, we need to get out of that fucking mentality. We need to keep our best players. Ah, you know, but he's not a player, so it's all right. I don't feel as bad. If we, if we sign him, though. Right, so before we, we wrap up then, mate, what's your what's your thoughts ahead of Sunday? Also, we're away to, to Aberdeen on on Sunday at lunchtime. Scott Brown come up against him for the first time. 
in a different tap. What are you thinking? It's going to be weird, isn't it, man? But yeah, I don't like it. Anyway, I know, I know, I don't like it either. But Mate, they, they've not had a good start to the season, though, Aberdeen. I don't know we have them, right? But we oh, and fucking Livingston had a great start to the season, had they? I. Right, okay, fair enough. Right, we're going to get scared then. Great. <laughs> nah, do you know what? Um, I I wouldn't be happy with a draw because obviously we're losing ground, but it all depends on on how Aberdeen play. Actually, I think because if Aberdeen come out and try to have a go at us, then there's a chance we could tank them because if we're, if they're leaving space at the back, but they're although they've not had the best of starts, they look good up front. I think that uh, Ramirez plays a player. Well, here's, here's our last six results, mate. Right? They, they lost 3 2 away to St. Mirren. They lost 1 0 at home to St. Johnson. 2 0 away to Motherwell. 3 1 each way, Ross County at home. Um, the Carabag game, they lost 3 1 at home. And Hearts, they drew 1 each away. So they have only won in their last six competitive games. So. How many? We've won one. We've won. We've won two. Obviously, Wraith Rovers and Ross County. Um, we've we've won the Betis game included in that. Livingston and United as well, plus Rangers, obviously. Um, I know that. So, um, aye, like I said, they've not the best, the best of starts to the season. We've not the best of starts, but I can speak for us and say the performances have been there. You know, I, I think. Like we, we always used to say, it's about time somebody got a doing half. Is, I think they dish our doings too early this season, but <laughs> I wish we'd kept them. Um, but I think we'll win this. I think we'll we'll come good. We're always quite like going to Petordi. It's never a it's never a shit game, is it? Oh, but it's sometimes we've we've rented them, we've got turned over with better teams than we've got than now. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it's a hard place to go, no doubt about it. Yeah. I don't think there's many easy games away from home anymore. You know, but it's uh, we need to get a fucking finger out and get this away from sorted because it's starting to become a bit of an albatross, I think. Aye, it's becoming a bit of an issue. But we'll uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. Then I'm I'm going to go I'm going to go two one Celtic. Mate, what are you going for? I'll go. Fuck, I'll go one on Celtic. Cool, couple of confident confident boys there. Uh, Alrighty, well, thank you very much for listening to Celtic Daft. Remember, keep listening on wherever you listen to your podcast. If you're on um, iTunes, rate and subscribe on there as well. It'll help. Um, if you want to be on this with me and Chris talking about it, nobody wanted to be on this week because they were all raging, which is understandable. We need to do this, but they don't need to. But if you do want to come on and become a, a pundit on Celtic Daft with us, send it to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football daft on that um, and, and sign up and come and join us. But in the meantime, like I say, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time, Chris. Hell, hell. Audio Frontier.